something that pursuers often say they feel deeper yeah. down, yeah, yeah. which is that I'm too much. Yeah. Whatever strategy it is, there is a large percentage that we're already holding back. So whatever you see, even what you see us doing is less than what we would be doing if we were running wide open. We yeah. already have to feel like we're modifying or adjusting so that we're the right amount. I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life. Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting Couples podcast with the real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. Welcome back to our series on pursuers and withdrawers, where we're really trying to get inside the world of both to understand a little bit more of motivations, a little bit more of strategies, how those strategies backfired. We started off with just trying to explain again the cycle, who are you, the pursuer or the withdrawer, and then we've discussed all the things we love about our pursuers and withdrawers. So now we're going to shift a little bit into just how those strategies that in the right time played at the right moment are so great will backfire if it's not played at the right time yeah, in the I right mean, moment. Well, and, and every strategy that, that we employ has a cost to it, right? So anything that we do in, in, in general, even though it may have huge benefits in certain contexts, in other contexts, it's going to have a cost. It's going to put us in our own kind of dilemma that causes us to go, well, wait a minute. If, if I do this, this happens. But if I don't do that, then, then this happens. And so we're going to really try to highlight that. This, the, while these strategies definitely have the good functions, the good reasons, right? They also have a cost and all our choices do come with a cost. I love that you're even leading out with something that pursuers often say they feel deeper yeah. down, yeah, yeah. which is that I'm too much. Yeah. Whatever strategy it is, there is a large percentage that we're already holding back. So whatever you see, even what you see us doing is less than what we would be doing if we were running wide open. We yeah. already have to feel like we're modifying or adjusting so that we're the right amount. Yeah, man, that that's so hard, you know, and at the same time, it's like even the things that do come out, the things that do show up, and if you're saying, hey, we hold back 90% of what we want to say, and, and the 10% that we do show is always kind of like seen as a little a little much or something. I hate that for pursuers, but it, but it is a little bit of like a, golly, why, why can't we uh, just hold that or value that as, as withdrawers? I'm, think, I'm, I'm speaking for them. I'm so, just somewhat, a little bit but. because a 90% hold back and 10% display is generous. I, I would say <laughs> on my best day, maybe 50, 50. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it, it depends on where you're at too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's true. And who can take it in and all yeah. those sorts of things. So I'm just saying that I think, I think pursuers hold back a lot of the thoughts and ideas and comments and emotions and, 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 um, correction. And I, if you want to put it that I way. I want to say it this way too. Early on in our interactions before I had any idea about emotionally focused therapy or emotions being an underlining motivation to why I'm doing some of the things I'm doing. I had no awareness of that. And my emotions were just running me a lot of the times. Yeah. I couldn't 
have the capacity to have held anything back. I just ran out of what I thought was beneficial. What you felt. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And so we want to reiterate again that we're not trying to get pursuers to not be pursuers or withdrawers to not be withdrawers. No. What we want to do in, in this entire series is just bring more awareness, not only to you individually, whichever one you are. So if you're a pursuer, this is for you to have maybe a more increased awareness of some of your deeper feelings. And so we want you to kind of try on some of these things that we're discussing. And then if you're a withdrawer, just that you have maybe some more understanding of your partner or empathy in some of the places. And so I want to talk about some of the specific things and how they backfire. You know, some of the things we talked about that we love so much. So I think about, man, even in the criticizing or me, let's word it like this, telling you what to do, a pursuer having a strategy and then saying, hey, withdrawer, Here's my strategy. And if we run it this way, it's going to be the most efficient. So here's your task. You got it. Withdrawers are like, I got it. And withdrawers go and do the task. And pursuers come back and see the task. And the task, let's say, isn't done the way the pursuer would do it. In that moment, we pursuers immediately hit that dilemma. Yeah. Because internally, we have this drive to say, wait a minute, the way I had planned for it to get done is the most efficient way. And now it's not done potentially the way I thought was the most efficient way or even the the way I wanted it done. Yeah. Do I hold back and just say thanks that you tried and then behind your back, (laughs) you know, resolve it or fix it or something? Yeah. Or do I say something which lands like criticism? Which then is a cycle that pursuers and withdrawers get into because withdrawers try and then pursuers come immediately with, you didn't do it right or you didn't do enough. And that reinforces that message withdrawers get, which is, I can never get it right for you. Nothing I I can do is going to satisfy you. And that sucks. That's that's so hard, even as I say it. (sighs) Poor pursuers. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I... I love pursuers and specifically one, but, (laughs) but I'm like, golly, you know, it's like their, their life and their training says, look for the thing to fix, look for the, 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 which we, we pitched it as a positive, but it can also really land in close relationship as a negative. It's like this constant kind of like, Hey, and you, I I really appreciate you folding the laundry, but you know, I like the socks folded this way, or I like this thing done that way. Or, you know, and I'm, I'm making something up. Maybe laundry is silly, but I'm like the way you balance the checkbook, the way you load the dishwasher, the way you, yeah. Any of the things. and, And it's, it's a little bit boggling sometimes because it's like, I know that pursuers are saying, Hey, if I do this, if I just get, if I can just hand this information, this piece to, to my yeah. withdrawing partner that, that they're going to get it and they'll be able to understand it. And they'll finally, then we'll be able to kind of be in relationship. I'll be understood. I'll be seen. I'll be, I'll, they'll get it. Trying to yeah. create a great atmosphere for connection yeah. deep down. Yeah. That's yeah. our motivation, yeah. but it just doesn't play out that way. Let me talk about another one that I think is a big challenge is we get into a place where let's say we're in a distressed situation where we're in a fight and I start to think you're not hearing me. You're not understanding me. My first motive, my first thought isn't that I'm saying it wrong. Usually as a pursuer, I feel like I'm pretty articulate and I'm pretty 
clear. Spot on. <laughs> Spot yeah, on yeah. clarity. But for some reason, you're not getting it. You're not understanding. Even if you, as we have shared our triggers, Chad slow blinks and that cues me that he's either going into his head or possibly going away. And the message that sends me is I'm losing him. He doesn't understand what I'm trying to articulate. So in that moment, here's some of the internal process that's happening for me. I can either go bigger. Yeah. So my message is he doesn't understand and I need to make this more urgent, articulate more, use more words, really try to convince him. And here I come with this energy that is desiring a response from him. But when I'm not getting the response that I want, my body is telling me, try harder, more energy and effort to get the response you want. And sadly, it's seen as... A little bit too much. Then yeah. the jar goes, what in the world is going on with my pursuer? Got a lot of energy over there. Yeah. And we're not getting then the response we want. Instead, we're getting into a cycle. Yeah. Well, and I, I just think, man, it's like, I can see we just had lunch today. We So at lunch, like we're, we're making lunch together and you're like, hey, do this. Hey, do this. And it, it works. Like, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can do whatever the task is. I'll clean the lettuce and you can do the, make yeah. the tuna or whatever. And I'm like, that really does work most of the time. But let's say I'm not engaged with lunch or I'm not helping with the task. And you're like, hey, hey, Chad, hey, hey, hey. could you come over here and help me with that? Are you paying attention? Are you, we got to get this done because we've got some other things we got to do. <laughs> that's our, right? that's our pre-podcast record button tone. But I'm like, and it's okay. <laughs> Keeping I mean, us on task. Yeah. Pursuers keep they're people getting on things task. Done, but like, then they're seen as too much. Yeah. Well, or they're seen as controlling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really tough because but it's think, like, who gets, who gets to be understood there? And the dilemma inside is if I don't take control of what feels like it's getting away from us, it's just going to completely get away from us. I, and it can. <laughs> it definitely can. I'm like, all of a sudden we've wasted a Saturday That's or so something. inefficient. Yeah. I and, can't do it. Well, but, but that's also, look how exhausting that is too. Yeah. The internal like amount of energy. constant like okay, let's push, go, Talk go. about the flip side of yeah. all the energy, which is, okay, I have learned some awareness around being a pursuer and I'm doing my best. I mean, pursuers yeah. are self-helpers. We read the books, we go to the clinics, we sign up for the workshops. Try so hard. We do yeah. the 10 points every Monday. We're going to start with the, this is going to be the best week. We have such optimism, right? Yeah. So here Sorry, I am. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at that. I know, but it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's what we it come good to the optimism. table with. Yeah. The energy, yeah. the hope. We talked about that hope. And so here I am ready and something just doesn't go right. And I immediately turn on myself first and go, okay, Angela, hold back. You don't want to be a nag. You don't want. So internally I'm, I'm going, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. But I need him to know there's something. So how do I get him to know without being controlling? Okay. Well, you know, this is one of our go-to end of the night in bed lights are out moves if i'm distressed is like i breathe heavy i'll be like and then i'll pull the sheets or you know <laughs> toss and turn silent I didn't, I didn't know that was what that meant now i know now i'll come right to you and comfort you whereas we as pursuers now try to use silence as a way to get our partners to respond to us which is not what withdrawers use silence for. Yeah, yeah, withdrawers yeah. are just in silence because they're in their head or they're thinking about something. Pursuers, especially when we need something but we don't want to be too much, will then use the silence as a 
kind hey, of a signal. Ha, don't you know yeah. that I've been quiet for 11 minutes? Why don't you ask me what is going on? I'm, I'm holding back as long as I can. And maybe I'm mad and maybe I need to ask something or maybe I'm, you know, whatever is going on there. Yeah. Now I'm making such an intentional effort to hold back for the sake of the relationship, for the sake of not looking like I'm too much, that when you do finally say, hmm, is, are you something's okay? Something's going on there. Then I'm like, finally a response. And the dam breaks and here comes all the water that I've been holding back. Yeah. And that doesn't go well either. It feels, what's my uh, move? It's so hard. So hard, man. <laughs> That's so hard. I, I hate it. I mean, and I don't, I don't mean I like, you know, I don't, I don't mean it in a negative way, but I'm like, golly that this is the dilemma it's like if i don't even your tactic right there you're like i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything yeah and then i'm holding it and i'm holding it and i'm holding it and 90 percent, 50 percent, whatever yeah. like but a lot and then finally it comes out and the way it comes out a lot of times it ends up pushing our withdrawal away again and i'm not saying it doesn't need to come out somebody has to address the issues yeah. so again back to the good reasons pursuers get the issues addressed but it's like by the time the issues are able to be addressed, it's yeah. so exhausting. It's so defeating. And withdrawers, they, they really don't notice that, and except they do see the big energy of yeah. 50% more, or maybe it's 100% more at that point, right? But I'm like, golly, it comes out and it's like, this just doesn't work. We've got to find some ways to have conversations that are a little bit more clear and, and to the point and it just makes me sad for pursuers because they have such good intent. Their heart really is yes. so good. You know, we're but it, fighting yeah. so hard and yeah. doing so much. And there's this hope that, okay, let's say somebody drops the ball or the withdrawer isn't engaged or something. Pursuers are the ones that will be like, okay, I can take on the extra. I'll do more. I'll go out of my way. I'll work harder. I'll stay up later. I'll get up earlier. I'll get all the things done. Yeah. I'll hoping that at some point your withdrawer or anybody is going to say, Good job. You are working so hard, and I see it, and I appreciate you. Yeah. And th and then that doesn't ever happen. Well, <laughs> it's normally like, man, you should have taken a break. You look tired. <laughs> That's so mean. I don't mean it that way to be mean, but I'm like, you everybody... should just help me do some of this. <laughs> wow. Do your part. Oh my I just gosh. want everybody to do their part. If, if you're just listening to this, we're smiling. I promise. <laughs> but but I'm like. It is exhausting, yeah, y'all. I mean, it just... Hey, let me just tell you, let me speak from experience. It is exhausting. It bur we get burnt out. Yeah. We get so exhausted. Then we're crying and we have all this emotion that we can't hold back. And by that point, the withdrawer is like, um, am I supposed to do something with this? What am I doing? Thinking maybe in the last two hours or 24 hours, they went awry. When yeah. really, this has been building and building and building. And now we get to a sense of really helplessness and hopelessness yeah. that we go, I don't even know if we're ever going to get what we need in this relationship. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean I want to end it, but it just, it tends to then be dramatic, more dramatic than even we pursuers want to be. But we feel like there's this desperation that if I don't let you know how dramatic this is, I just am not going to get the need that I, yeah. the needs met that I have. Even that, I say that and go, oh, I'm too needy. Golly. It's not. It's not always fun being a pursuer. I, I don't. <laughs> we're talking about what is not fun, 
Yeah. Like this is a literally an, a strategy that shows up in distress. Yeah. It's not a strategy that we normally use in, in peace or in good times. But or in, we already talked about yeah. that in the good episode that in calm, secure spaces, man, pursuers have energy for days, get everything done, keep things on task, keep the family on task, get the lunches packed, house clean, gas in the tank, all the yeah. things. But life doesn't always run according to the systems we have in place. It's just the nature well, of the it, game. What's sad is those systems end up running you. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times for pursuers is like, if we don't check all the boxes, then I can't rest, relax, be engaged, and have a good time with the people I care about. And I want to talk about that for just a second because we haven't used the word, but I do want to bring up that that is that underlying anxiety that yeah, yeah. if the system goes offline, we start to panic a little. That anxiety comes online, and then we have to come up with a little bit extra energy to get that system back online. Yeah. We do rely a lot on all the systems running efficiently, and our energy goes to what we see is not running efficiently. Yeah. And there even is this, like, if if one thing starts falling and I don't have enough, another thing will fall, and then before you know it, I mean, the internal process is, this is the beginning of the end. We got to get yeah. back online yeah. or we're never going to connect. It's really yeah. hard for a pursuer to set aside that anxiousness and try to connect because the bond feels false. Yeah. And withdrawers, another resilient thing from our last episode, they're kind of really good at, I can set aside that you just criticize me and I can set aside that you, you've been mad at me for five days. And if you're being nice to me right now, I can engage in this. I can, you know, be in this and yeah. not have to bring up that I'm still mad at you. Withdrawers are able to do that way better than pursuers. Yeah, for if, sure. If you're bidding for connection and I'm still mad at you, oh, it's really, I feel false. Yeah. That, that desire to try to be accurate and not let something slide is just really there it's, it's just like it's tough, right there in yeah. my chest <laughs> well I'm, I'm just saying i'm seeing how badly pursuers want to connect and how the, the way that they manage it and and kind of like like we said we're trying to do this as though it's like this is the kind of costs of being a pursuer and so i'm like in my head i just go golly so if i don't engage that feels almost impossible because to care about the yeah. relationship means to engage. And so I hold back as much as I can. But then as I'm holding it back at some point, I can only hold back. And this is, and I'm saying this in a nice way. It's my care for the relationship. Yeah. I, as a pursuer, I am fighting and caring for the relationship in the way that says, Hey, look at the things that might be problems. But then when I do it, then when I do it, I, it blows it up. And I know it's not going to work. I mean, in my head, I know it's not going to work. But then it's like, I can't not do it either. The system, I'd have to not care. This is the, a negative part of the system that we pursuers create when we start taking on too much. Is then everyone in the system starts to go, the pursuer's got this. The pursuer's got that. The pursuer's going to do. The pursuer wants the bed made the way. Dishes made the way. Garage cleaned the way. Finances organized the way. All of it is so specific that there tends to be this underlying unspoken understanding that says everybody's just better off if the pursuer does it. And it's sad, but it's in reality yeah. that I either have to do it myself or I have to be so precise with the instruction that I'm giving to get it done that eventually the system gets used to that and then there's no relief. Like yeah. there is for a pursuer, I can do this for a while and I can do it and I can do it, but then I need some, I need someone to come for me 
And they never come for me because I've trained them not to come for me. Not to worry. Don't (laughs) do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if we do, then then there's the other question. Like a lot of times you try to come to a pursuer, then they, well, finally, now you're in the game. And it's like, oh, look who decided to show up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It it just, it makes me, I mean, I I really do feel sad for the pursuer. I'm sad for myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, the more they try, the more articulate, the more clear, the more the the very thing that they think is going to save their relationship is actually the, it. is actually the thing that and it is hurting it but it's like they normally marry a withdrawer and if a withdrawer hears that they're getting it wrong that feels like failure and feels like kind of defeat in some ways yeah. and so then they're going to go right away and guess who's still not going to get seen yeah it is it is literally one of those things that I'm like Golly, when you really start to understand how hard it is for a pursuer and how their strategies, while they're really beneficial, like we've mentioned, sometimes, gosh, they them. just, they hurt. Yeah. They hurt the pursuer and, and I, and the withdrawer a lot of times is able to just kind of bounce out of it. But I'm like, they get left yeah. with this kind of energy that just is so hard on them. So I, that I hate internal that. shame we yeah. have that yeah. says I'm too much. Nobody understands me. Nobody's working as hard as I'm working. Yeah. I'm working harder than everybody yeah. in the room times 10, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's just a, Oh, not what we sign up for. We sign up yeah. for partnership. We sign up for companionship. And yet somehow we get in our systems and we get in our patterns and we get all this energy ramped up and it tends to push the people that we want close to us away from us. We tend to not be enjoyable to be around in those settings. And that's hard to hear. You know, if somebody came to me and said, Hey, uh, you're not always enjoyable to be around. I'd be like, well, get out of here. No, I don't know. Neither are you. (laughs) Immediately like blame. It's hard to take in that criticism because we are trying so hard to get it right. That if you criticize us, then we double down on the problem on ourselves because we missed what you're criticizing. Yep. So, man, you know, again, the reason we're bringing this up is because we just want you to have an awareness of the dilemma, the real struggle that a pursuer has internally. I can't not say anything. I can't not do anything. I think it's another one of the reasons why pursuers struggle so hard when they see the strategy of withdrawal. It looks passive. It looks inactive. It looks unengaged. And there is like not an ability in our souls to do that. (laughs) And if we are doing that, it's so intentional for a different motivation. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, um, that it doesn't it doesn't relate. Exactly. We do, I mean that we had a gentleman at one of our conferences say, "You know what? I I don't when I withhold, it's to send a message." Yeah. He said, "So does that mean I'm withdrawer?" I'm like, "No." No. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll go away sometimes. I'm like, it means as a pursuer, yeah. you are willing to try anything and everything yeah. to get the yeah. response you need, which yeah. is a great quality, and yet also sometimes sends the wrong signal. Yeah. So now we went ahead into our connect point. The connect point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship. Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. So in this connect point, we want you to sit down with your partner and have a conversation about what you just heard, bringing up maybe a point of empathy or compassion you have for the pursuer role, the pursuer strategy. If you're a pursuer, can you have compassion for yourself? Can you have some self-empathy and recognize how hard you're working and sometimes not getting responded to? Mm. And if you're the withdrawer, can you see that your pursuer is really working so hard? 
to try to make things run well, to try to bid for your connection. It just doesn't always get sent in a way that is understood. And that's a real challenge. And so if there's something else that that you heard that really resonated with you as the withdrawer or the pursuer, we really would love for you to have that conversation and show some empathy for your pursuers. And now it's time for you to go connect with your partner. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it. You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform, and you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Real Emhoffs. If you want to support our nonprofit that makes resources available for couples, you can check out the Ways to Give tab on our website, therealemhoffs.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our Connect Point conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks Thanks again. again.